0: Welcome to the Wildflower Bee Farm Podcast. I'm Hank Sveck. This podcast is about helping you uh, learn and understand the different trials and tribulations of converting a 50-acre farm back to nature and a honeybee sanctuary and how we struggle to continue to be servant beekeepers. Here's this week's episode. This is Hank from the Wildflower Bee Farm. This is really hard to watch. So what I thought I'd do is just tell you a quick few seconds about what it is and then you can go to our um, wildflowerbeefarm.com to watch the video or listen on the podcast auditory that was dropped today or you can go to our new youtube channel wildflower bee farm just look it up subscribe and that's where we're also going to drop all our videos so this is hard because we could have i could have done something to stop this but as we've talked about it's about helping the uh, strong survive and not getting involved too much and i didn't intervene and this hive gets destroyed so it's it's difficult to watch because you'll see some bee bits we'll call them because there was a fight what's also confusing is if you watch the video at wildflowerbeefarm.com, you will see uh, some bees bringing in pollen it's a it's a interesting piece of research this was just two days ago and i feel horrible because it could have done something but i'm not sure it was the best thing to do so have a look uh, at wildflowerbeefarm.com, watch the video you can just listen to the podcast as i explain everything as i'm going to do uh, in about two seconds or uh, go to our youtube channel wildflower bee farm and watch the entire video and please subscribe send in your comments and tell me what you what would you have done would you have saved this hive or just uh let this happen talk soon so if you choose to go have a look at the video i i tell people be careful there are some body parts from bees because there was a battle before this ended and so let me talk you through on the podcast today some of my thoughts maybe extend a bit what you'll hear if you go watch the video remember you can watch the video at wildflowerbeefarm.com or actually our website as well on YouTube where we've created something called wildflower bee farm where we're going to also drop all our videos so subscribe please send your reviews and comments So a a while back probably a month or so i think i talked about how some of the hives i I would lift them from the back and they seemed rather light even though they were full of bees when we had warm days the bees were flying and i thought well i don't know how they're going to make it because the forecast was you know for weeks of cold weather and we just had another cold spell of uh, snow as well and so you know how are they going to survive and I thought well I don't do you know as a servant beekeeper we don't do sugar syrup but certainly we have frames of honey from last year that we could have added a frame to each of the hives and they would have um you know been fine but you know I didn't do that because I kept thinking well am I helping um a genetic strain survived that probably isn't up to the task of this changing climate microclimate that we have here whatever the reasons may be how are we ever going to develop a strong resilient um bee population if we're continually diving in and helping them so that's the first thing I didn't do then I noticed just a day ago that there was a hive on a sunny day that was getting just had just been robbed and blasted and destroyed and and you'll see if you watch the video there's bee parts there's wax all over the place there's you know it it just looks the bees are coming and going and just grabbing what they can to take back to their homes and so the, the first thing is sadness for the hive that got destroyed I don't know if you ever change that if you're a servant beekeeper even though perhaps in the long run helping them would have harmed them, there still is this impulse always to try to help and prevent that type of loss, even though in the end it may go against what we're doing, which is the Darwinian black box beekeeping strategy that was developed first in Europe, and we've sort of modified it for for our 50-acre um, farm conversion. So, so that's the dilemma. And then standing there and watching this happen as I did the video, it was really tough to watch because I, I kind of knew what was going on and but there's something that's really confusing and and I haven't been able to find a lot of science on this and maybe if you're an experienced uh, bee person or you have an idea please chime in and let us know some of the bees were still bringing in pollen so the first thing was where were they getting it from uh were they bees that you know happen to be going along and collecting nectar and pollen from somewhere else I doubt that because usually they're only collecting one thing when they go out and it's uh, pollen or nectar. But the bees that were, um, you know, taking the honey back to their homes and robbing this hive seem to be very young. You can tell by the sort of furry bodies and the the sort of look to them, which which many of them appeared to be recent uh, newbies, if we would call them. So the instinct or, or, uh, you know, scouts may have come back or bees may have come back and said, okay, we found a place, danced out the directions and they all went because they're on the farm. I still believe there's not a lot to collect. The maples are starting to open. Um, But again, we had a very cold night, even tonight. Uh, Right now it still says it's minus two Celsius here. So not sure what that's gonna do to the early, um, you know, Harry bittercress and some of the other flowers that are starting to pop so there were two parts to it you know by not feeding the bees with frames of honey I I had them sort of I guess um some of the hives that needed honey would have gotten their sort of ears up and started looking for food obviously which is what they do constantly found some weak hives and or a hive that had a queen recently uh pass away and went in and, and and just took as much honey as they could and that's what happened the other day um the other part was as it went on and if i would gotten into the system early enough which in this case i'm not sure it would have mattered but i could have gone in and done the typical you know techniques to keep the bees out which would have been you know the wet towel technique or know really closing off the entrance and not letting anything come and go so that the bees could uh could recover but uh frankly with the way the habitat is right now the bees would have instantly gone back on a nice day once we removed the barriers so it is what it is it's part of nature it's also very difficult and I'd be interested to know your comments on what would you have done on future planning as we look at look at the hives and look at the strength of them but we'll be starting to look at which hives would make uh, sense to to split they will all probably swarm for sure once or twice this year but we also like to split the strongest hives so that we can be sustainable and continue to help them as servant beekeepers so this is Hank for the Wildflower Bee Farm if you if you go to the website to watch the video at wildflowerbeefarm.com and if you or if you go and subscribe at YouTube same name wildflower bee farm um you know the video is part of nature i didn't want you know it's not like we need to have um you know warning signs on it or anything because um you know there are parts of insects or parts sorry parts of bees uh at the entrance and uh the topic may be tough but it's part of nature so uh use your discretion when you watch it um uh, spread it around because it, it is helpful for us to get a lot of feedback and get subscribers and people to comment so that we can continue to work on these interesting projects. I'm Hank for the Wildflower Bee Farm. Have an amazing day.